Support for Speaking of Travel comes from Asheville Regional Airport, Western North Carolina's gateway to the world. Your safety when traveling to and from Asheville is and always will be our top priority. Asheville Regional Airport. Visit flyavl.com for all your current travel information. By Prestige Subaru, offering a variety of new and pre-owned all-wheel drive Subarus, built with the zero landfill promise. All waste is recycled or reused, with more at PrestigeSubaru.com. Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours. You'll be at the top of the city as you experience Asheville's history and scenic beauty, historic landmarks, and award-winning rooftop bars. Transportation is provided with tours offered daily, year-round. Find out more at AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. By RomanticAsheville.com. Create your perfect vacation in the land of the sky with the region's most popular online travel guide. Plan your next getaway to Asheville and the North Carolina Blue Ridge Mountains by visiting RomanticAsheville.com. And by Explore Brevard. Explore Brevard encourages visitors to Transylvania County, North Carolina to consider their impact on public lands. Because we treasure our beautiful forests and streams, we invite you to leave no trace and take action to leave it better. Find out more at explorebrevard.com. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on iHeartRadio 570 WWNC. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on the Speaking of Travel website, that's speakingoftravel.net, on the iHeartRadio app, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Pandora, and now even Amazon. And be sure when you visit that speakingoftravel.net website to sign up for the Travel Club. You'll receive travel news and travel tips and some uplifting travel stories to remind you that we are all in this together and we all really love traveling. And speaking of being in this all together, I think we can all think about creating a safer and more resilient future as we start to rethink the way that we travel, the way that we consume energy and food and water, so that we can move forward and protect the world's forests and help people as we change. Sometimes it can really feel overwhelming, but I think we all have hope, and hope is infectious and even healing. So what can we do to change the world in today's climate? Well, what if we all had an idea that united people? Because, you know, if there was ever a time to create a common cause or rally a movement, this is the time. And we all have so much in common. George Bernard Shaw said, this is the true joy in life, the being used for a purpose recognized by yourself as a mighty one. And I believe we all have a movement within us, and that is a universal fact. 
Well, my guest today is Joseph Ranseth, and he has been helping people transform their lives using the same blueprint and principles that transformational leaders like Gandhi and Dr. King used to change the world. And I am so happy to have Joseph on the show today. Thank you for joining us on Speaking of Travel. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you. So, Joseph, tell me a little bit about your background and how you even got into being uh, who you are today. Yeah, uh, totally a fair question. It's not like uh, it's not like I, you know, had a guidance counselor in high school sit sit me down and say, "Hey there, uh, little Joey, you look like you have uh, promise in helping people start movements. So why don't you go to this?" university and take this degree in helping people start moving. You know, it, uh, it didn't really work out that way. And uh, while this story is one that usually takes me 90 minutes to tell, the, the short version of it is that, you know, I've always been fascinated with what drives human behavior. And, um, you know, at a, at a young age, you know, I was, I was raised, raised, raised religiously um, and uh, just became fascinated with this this, uh, this uh, capacity and power that Jesus had to understand how people operated within the world and to give them new lenses, you know, to, uh, to change the way that they saw themselves and other people. Um, and so, you know, skip ahead in my, my early, early career, I got into internet marketing. It's in the late 90s, you know, I started in internet marketing and I was you know, in the right place at the right time and, and was able to, you know, create some success in that regard. But there was, there was something there that was missing, you know, that uh, within this drive of, you know, learning how to use certain words and sounds and colors, et cetera, um, to get people to, you know, buy the widget, you know, or whatever it was that we were doing, um, that um, while that in one regard is satisfying to the bank account, um, it wasn't satisfying to, to the soul. Um, and so, you know, I left that and, and actually became uh, an ordained minister um, and went from this place of, you know, essentially taking taking money to, you know, helping provide meaning uh, to people. Um, and uh, this extreme, you know, range really was representative of what was going on inside of me. You know, I had this ping pong match, you know, inside my my head and in my heart on one hand, here's what we do for money, and the other, here's what we do for meaning. Um, and it was very exhausting. You know, it was uh, very draining to be wanting to be somewhere else and to be doing something just because it paid the bills. And that was when one of my earliest mentors, uh, his name was Dr. Stephen Covey. Uh, he wrote Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Um, he gave me some advice that, you know, planted a seed that not only changed, you know, the course of my career, but, you know, who I, who I was and who I am as a human being. He said, um, if you want to be successful, and obviously he was referring to success, a much deeper and broader definition than just, you know, filling the bank account. He said, if you want to be successful, you need to learn how to integrate the spiritual with the secular. And, you know, it, it was like he was speaking like, you know, right through my, my skull and, you know, into the deepest parts of my soul, because that was how I felt that what I did, you know, secularly for money was so different from what I did, you know, to feed my, my spirit. And, and this idea that there was a way to marry the two together, like that they could be integrated, um, set me on this, uh, this journey of studying, 
you know, what I would call like the master marketers, right? The folks like Gandhi, Dr. King, you know, Jesus, Buddha. How did they take that knowledge of what drove human behavior and instead of using it to engineer transactions, which is what marketers do, to use that to engineer transformation, right? Which was, uh, you know, to me, transformation is, um, it's not just getting people to do something, you know, it's not just behavioral, but it's giving people a new lens of how they see themselves, other people, or the world around them, which makes a change in behavior automatic. You know, and you, you see this distinction where you know, marketers and therapists typically have a very similar skill set, um, but they use it for a different end, right? A marketer will use it essentially, um, you know, for manipulation, right? To enslave people to their emotions, where a therapist will do that to liberate people from their emotions, to let them know that they don't have to respond to the, the emotions. And, and these great movement makers, in my opinion, they, um, you know, they, they integrate those two together and they transcend the both to something that um, not just changes things, because a lot of times people think of a movement as some political cause or some like we need to make a change. But the, the movements that have been most successful throughout history elevated human consciousness. They, they changed the way that people saw the world and, and each other that transcended the problem, not just shuffled it around and made little changes. And that would be really a paradigm shift from the way that we are intuitively uh, taught almost mm -hmm. to be. Yeah. Well, you know, you said it, you know, in, in the intro there of talking about like, you know, unifying people, bringing people together. And if you look a lot at the movements, and I use air quotes because I, I think people use that term very liberally, um, what they're describing is change. It's proving someone wrong and proving themselves right. So let's get this new, you know, uh, policy, you know, enacted or, or whatever it is. And, you know, if only you could see it my way, then everything would be fine. Um, and to me, that's not a movement at all. That's just change. And that creates more drama, it creates more division, it creates more separation and more problems in the long term. What a true movement does is it brings people together under a common cause, right? Um, and not just all the people that agree, right? You know, I've, I've got like a, there's a rubric of like, you know, 10, 10 different things that will, you know, uh, be common to, uh, to a movement. Um, and most of the ones that we see in the world today don't necessarily measure up. Uh, but some of the key things are, is that they bring people together, right, that otherwise might have been divided, right? So take Dr. King. He, you know, it wasn't just like, hey, more power to black people. It was, hey, we're all created equal, so let's all come together. And everybody, you know, eventually, you know, uh, got on board you know, to varying degrees. Um, and so it's about elevating the conversation instead of saying like, hey, let's argue about, you know, which political party is right or which policy is right. How do we find something that we can all agree upon and come together that we can transcend those petty differences and do something you know, big and inspiring that benefits everybody, not just those who are on the winning side? Well, Joseph, this is such important information for uh, looking at the atmosphere that we find ourselves in today. And uh, when we come back from the break, I want to talk to you more about uh, some solutions and how we can all perhaps... Uh, get on board here and start to look at creating this type of transformation within ourselves, uh, within our communities, uh, within our 
countries, our our world. And I really thank you for uh, taking time. You're in Canada, right? Mm-hmm. Winnipeg, right in the middle. Right in the middle. Well, Joseph, thank you so much for being on Speaking of Travel. When we come back, let's let's pick up and talk more about um, how we can move forward in in this time. Wonderful. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. I'm here with Joseph Francis. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Green is good. Local food, less oil. Renewable energy, sustainable peace. Tree hugger. Say no to GMOs. Be kind to animals. Don't eat them. Go solar. Coexist. Don't buy a dog. Rescue one. Keep Asheville weird. We just read the bumper stickers on the back of a Subaru. Welcome to Subiville. Prestige Subaru. On the web at PrestigeSubaru.com. Brevard and Transylvania County are blessed with an abundance of public lands. Over half our county is composed of public lands, and we know how important it is to take care of our natural resources and protect them. We encourage our visitors to not just leave no trace, but take action to leave it better. That's why we've partnered with Eagle's Nest Outfitters for an exciting sweepstakes. Enter to win an Eno hammock by telling us how you leave it better. Find out more at explorebrevard.com. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. And let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Hi, welcome back. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. And I'm here with Joseph Ranseth. And we're we're talking about... Um, just kind of the the ways that we can start looking at unifying the world in this atmosphere today. It's, you know, we definitely are decisive. There are uh, ways that people are using uh, this particular situation in time to create uh, power struggles and uh, other people are looking at ways that they can just stay healthy and Joseph, I want to talk to you about that because your your background, especially being a, did you say you were a minister at one time? Yeah, I, I feel like I've traveled the whole world and tried to live with everything. And you have traveled the whole world. That was, <laughs> you know, of course, when we first started talking about being on Speaking of Travel, we were looking at Speaking of Travel and all mm-hmm. your adventures. You've been o- all over the world. And I want to ask you, because you have traveled and you've spent time in so many other cultures, do you feel that as you have created your personal blueprint in life, it's because of the diversity that you have seen in the cultures that you've been a part of over all your, your lifetime? Yeah, you know, I, I, think, I think there's something to that. You know, I think the, the more that we are exposed to, the less we have to fear. You know, we start to realize that we're a lot more alike than we are different. Um, and, and you can look at that through a variety, like through, you know, uh, examining people like of different, you know, whether it's skin colors or religions or languages or, you know, cultures, all of those things. But I also think that the more the more that we travel, the more we experience, you know, firsthand in terms of adventures and you know, physical demands and you know, problem solving, navigating places that we don't understand the language and so forth. And all of those things 
they give us resilience. You know, they, they instill within us this, this feeling of competence and confidence that we can handle, you know, what life throws at us. Um, and I grew up in a very small town, you know, less than 3,000 people in the town that I grew up in. And um, so, you know, hitting the world, you know, was, um, was, uh, was quite a, a daunting thing at first. Um, and you, you made allusion to some of the travels. Like what I have seen is that people are willing to come together uh, to support people regardless of their differences. You know, and when you when you made the phrase, you know, like you know, how do we unify the world? You know, I, to me, I, I have kind of this this uh, split response to that. You know, one is like almost like this cringe of sometimes when people talk about unifying the world, they paint this picture of a utopia, you know, where everyone sees things the same and everyone falls in line. And we all know that any story, you know, that is ever written about like a utopia, like always ends in catastrophe. Um, and I think the real, the real thing about like a movement or, or any sort of like, you know, truly successful, you know, initiative, whatever it is to bring people together still allows for their differences. Um, and I think that that's one of the beautiful things about travel, whether it's domestically or, or foreign, we see things that are different um, and we can appreciate the value of them without vilifying them, you know, demonizing people that are different and and that, you know, we come to, to realize that we have 99% the same DNA, right? And we've got a little bit that's different. And whether it's our political leanings or our cultural, you know, background, like we have far more in common than we have different. Um, and so let's celebrate what's common, but let's also celebrate what's different and to see that it doesn't have to separate us. Those are important lessons for any age, from little children to grownups, uh, to remember that. And how do you feel that people can, uh, knowing this, that we all have our commonalities and we have so much in common and yet we have differences and we want to be able to celebrate those differences and find this common cause, how do you feel that we can find more peace and meaning just even within ourselves? Yeah, you know, so I... One of the things that I have come to appreciate um, is the value of perspective. And a lot of times we look at things from where we are, both physically, but also like chronologically, we look at things of where we are right now. Um, and we can create drama by, by looking too closely at things. So take, for example, the, some of the changes that you know, may or may not need to happen in the world today. Right. Like there's lots of talk about different social justice issues and, you know, environmental issues and economic disparity, like different different things like that. Um, and if we zero in on what we think is wrong, we can see this giant gulf. But then again, if we zoom out and we contrast where we are today to where we were 50 years ago or 100 years ago or, you know, a thousand years ago, we start to see that the trend is positive. We start to see that we're getting things sorted out and much like the stock market, right? The you know, progress in any area is always you know, kind of an up and down. Um, but I think this, uh, this lens that people have that the system is totally broken and things are only getting worse. And, you know, we're on a, a train ride, you know, to a, you know, the side of a mountain um, is this is fatalistic and it doesn't serve anybody. 
But when we zoom out and we look at the, the issues, whether it's, you know, equality, you know, socially, you know, financial, the, the environment, when you look at where we are today, compared to even just a few decades ago, like that should give everyone a chance to pause and exhale and replace some of that angst with some gratitude, um, you know, and to, to recognize that um, the, the ills that we see in the world are not the, uh, not the fault of, you know, some scheming, you know, conniving conspiracy to oppress people. Um, and generally they are unintended consequences of solutions to earlier problems. You look at a lot of the environmental catastrophe, right, that um, what people are talking about today. Um, we have cars that are polluting the planet. We have factories that are polluting the planet. But those things were technological innovations to solve real problems that people couldn't transport goods or they couldn't create things. They couldn't get from place to place. And so now we've become more connected and we've made you know, abundance available to so many more people. And we have an unintended consequence that there's pollution, right? So 40 years ago, we got rid of leaded gasoline, right? And you know, now we're introducing electric cars and you know, all of those solutions have unintended you know, consequences as well. But as a society, we're starting to figure those things out. Um, and I, th I think we don't give ourselves enough credit that we're getting things sorted out. And if we pause and, and just you know, have a little gratitude for where we are in the big picture, uh, I think that will bring peace both socially as well as internally. Just take a breath and look at where you are compared to where you were before. And the temptation that we have to sometimes think we're moving backwards, um, you know, one, I don't think it's ever true, but even when we do feel like we're taking, you know, two steps back, we feel like we're not where we used to be. The gift in that to me is this broader perspective of now we know how to do it right. Now we see how good it was. Now we know how to re-enter and re, you know, re-engage moving forward with the broader lens of how to make it more sustainable. Well, sustainable is definitely the key in so many different areas. And it's something that uh, I find people are talking about more and more, especially when we're talking about traveling. Uh, because Really, a, a good part of being able to get in that perspective, uh, especially when you're feeling negative or feeling that we're going backwards, is to go outside. And maybe we can't get on a plane right now. Maybe we made that choice. Although the airlines are running, people are traveling. But if we've made that choice to stay close, we can still travel by being outside, taking a walk, going in the woods. And that will help open up so many of these awarenesses that you were speaking of. Well, you know, and, and I think the first, the first step to real, to real change, whether it's internally or, or collectively, um, is first this step of acceptance, right? And instead of like saying things are horrible and, you know, we just pause and just say, like, um, it's okay to accept it as it is. And then from that space. And so, you know, we, we want to be happy by changing everything in our circumstance. And, you know, oh, I'd be happy if I could travel or whatever. But to stop and to say, okay, this is what it is right now. I can accept that. Pause. That doesn't mean there isn't space to continue to take steps forward. Um, but to start from that peaceful energy of this is what it is. I'm okay with that. And now I'm going to improve upon it. Um, and I think that that's truly what makes that 
that peace, that interchange, as you said, sustainable instead of this never-ending loop of drama of if only things were different than what they are, because arguing against reality um, is the most futile uh, investment of our energy possible. So, Joseph, how can people find out more information about you and, and follow you and uh, stay connected? Well, there's only one Joseph Ranseth on the planet, um, so that would be me. I, I think there have been several fake accounts made you know, on Facebook for me, but people can find me at josephranseth.com or at josephranseth on any, any social media, you know, Instagram, Twitter, um, uh, Facebook. Um, I'm easy, easy to find. Um, and, um, you know, happy to share and happy to chat with anyone. Well, thank you so much, Joseph. It's been totally a pleasure. Really, really great stuff here. And, and I look forward to talking to you again, having you back on Speaking of Travel as things move along and, uh, and talking to you more, especially. Perhaps you get to do it in person at some point in the future. Well, that's <laughs> what I was just going to say. That would be the best. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Mary. Thank you. We've been listening to Joseph Ranseth. He's been talking to us from Canada. And, you know, just thinking about Canada makes me realize that the cooler temps are on the way. And travelers are going to be looking for places to experience those changing seasons that really are authentic and beautiful and ideally located to lots of activities, especially to be outdoors. And Jackson County, North Carolina, is filled with lots of fun and enjoyable things for the entire family. Joining me next is Nick Breedlove. He's the executive director for Jackson County Tourism, and he's going to help you plan your ideal vacation in this beautiful area. We'll be right back. If you want to truly experience a city, dart at the top. With Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours, you'll capture the true spirit of Asheville, North Carolina on our one-of-a-kind award-winning tours. You'll experience our city's highly acclaimed rooftop bars, see Asheville's scenic beauty and historic landmarks, and feel the history of our city unfold before you, all on this uniquely crafted tour. We take care of every detail, including band show for transportation, sample cocktails and mocktails at each rooftop bar, and there's plenty of snacks and bottled water on the van to enjoy between stops. Come see why Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours is top of the city and top of mind for the best things to do in Asheville, North Carolina. To learn more, visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. And let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Well, it's that time of the year again, and I have to say, I have now purchased about everything that smells like a pumpkin. From candles to hand lotion to room spray, fall is definitely the ideal time to bring out the cinnamon, nutmeg, clove, and the ginger. And autumn is a perfect time to visit the North Carolina mountain region. This is such a wonderful place to enjoy the crisp fall mountain air, the chilly evenings, and the beautiful leaf colors. You can explore scenic drives and stunning mountain vistas and so many outdoor adventures. You know, I know I'm always looking for a place that's real and true and full of great things to do. And Jackson County, North Carolina is the perfect spot. 
No matter what your idea of an adventure is, all you have to do is jump right in. It is all here. And joining me is Nick Breedlove, the Executive Director of Jackson County Tourism. And Nick, it is so wonderful to have you here on Speaking of Travel. Thank you for having me, Marilyn. Well, I also appreciate you being a partner with RomanticAsheville.com. It's a uh, regional partnership, and it it's a way that we can see that everybody in this region is working together. Yes, we love that website, and it's a great website to discover the best things in every town in the region. We all have our own unique assets, but, you know, when travelers visit a destination, they don't just stay in one place. Think of your last vacation you took. Did you just stay in one county and not venture outside of it? No, you want to see everything. So uh, we realize that travelers, when they come to this region, they stop in Asheville at the Biltmore House. They go to Waynesville to Barber's Orchard, one of my favorite apple orchards. They come to Silva and see our historic, charming downtown, and they stop in Dillsborough and pick up pottery. So really, you know, we love that it's a great destination, the entire region for people to come and visit and spend a long getaway uh, weekend. Well, I know that in Jackson County, there is just so much to see and do. It's a big county in a rural area. So there's a lot of outdoor adventure. There's a lot of natural resources. Let's talk a little bit about, well, let's talk a little bit about travel today and what you're seeing there in Jackson County in relation to how people are traveling and and what kind of trends you're starting to see. Sure. So travel has shifted so much since COVID-19. I think for a while there, for March, April, and May, people just stayed put, which was good, and it it kept um, it kept a check on what was going on. And I think people had a lot of pent up travel desire because in June and July we started seeing people come back to our mountains. And the great thing about traveling to Jackson County is we have 495 square miles with social distancing built in, and. The best thing about that is you can come during the week and have the mountains all to yourselves, have the trail to yourself. And, you know, with so many trails, waterfalls, there's something out there for everyone in terms of picking a place that's just for you, that you can feel safe and secure visiting an outdoor destination. People love the great outdoors right now. And all the research we've seen is showing true in that people are visiting rural destinations that are off the beaten path where they can truly enjoy spreading out a little bit. They're trying to get out of the city. And, you know, we have in Jackson County more named summits than anywhere else in the state. So just pick your mountain. We have 185 named summits and and you can put your name on it and just... Uh, You know, last weekend I was at Richland Balsam, which is the highest point on the Blue Ridge Parkway, and there were maybe five people on the entire two-mile trail. And it was just wonderful to have the entire mountain to yourself. Well, that sounds wonderful. And, And there is a lot of research out there right now that being outside... Uh, taking walks, being in nature is so healthy. And and I want to talk a little bit about, um, you know, you're talking about being out on trails, being up on mountain summits. Let's talk a little bit about uh, responsibility 
And I know that you're doing everything you can to ensure that the people who are coming there to visit are safe. What can we do as visitors to Jackson County to ensure that we're doing our part as well? That's a great question. So having grown up here, I want our mountains to stay clean and green so that not just us that are traveling today, but future generations can enjoy them. So about two years ago, we partnered with Leave No Trace and we're an official proud partner of Leave No Trace. And we ask that anyone visiting our mountains follows the seven principles. Um, You know, plan ahead and prepare travel and camp on durable surfaces, dispose of waste properly, which is key, leave what you find, minimize your campfire impacts, and realize campfires aren't always allowed everywhere, so be sure to to understand the regulations of where you're traveling. Uh, Number six is to respect the wildlife. Uh, Most people don't realize this, but when you visit the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, we have these beautiful elk. And they can be up to 1,100 pounds. I'm not sure if you knew that, but they're majestic creatures. It's actually against the law to approach these elk. Uh, Most people don't realize that. So we like to tell people, capture photos from a distance, but be safe. And the same goes for waterfalls. Take photos only. Don't take any chances. No climbing, no... um, jumping, just be safe. And then lastly, be considerate of other visitors, especially during COVID-19, just allowing people a little breathing room on the trail and being considerate. But, you know, for me, it's about, you know, keeping the trails clean. You know, if, if you're coming in to hike, say Pinnacle Park, it's one of my favorite hikes, bring a reusable water bottle. Don't bring a single-use plastic bottle that then we find on the trail later. Every time I go hiking, I take a plastic bag and I pick up what other people have left behind. And I'm always pleased to see some of our trails. I I might find one or two things, but most of our trails people are respectful of. And it's a good habit to set for future generations as well. Well, that is all very good advice. So let's say that I'm I'm ready to come. What would you say would be the best time for me to come visit Jackson County? So like any mountain destination, fall is our most popular time. So on the weekends, we're pretty much packed with visitors and not just your typical visitor, but people, when you have a home in the mountains, people always want to come stay with you. So Saturdays and in October are packed. So we encourage people to come during the midweek. So Monday through Thursday, you're going to get the most affordable rates, about a quarter of what you would pay in larger cities nearby. And you also get to explore more because there's fewer crowds. And you also get to have your favorite seat at your favorite restaurant because there's nobody like there is on the weekends. It's just a much more enjoyable experience. Well, I know that people are really... uh being more flexible these days and being able to look at their time a little bit differently and uh, approach travel in a way that they could look at coming in the middle of the week versus coming on the weekend. That is really good advice. Well, Nick, how can we find out more about Jackson County? What's your website and, and what can we expect to find there when we go to visit? Oh, you can find more than enough to fill a weekend getaway. 
I would encourage everyone to look at our Instagram page for inspiration. It's at Discover Jackson NC. And you'll find all the beautiful photos taken by our visitors of sunsets, overlooks, waterfalls, and hikes. And our website is the same. It's discoverjacksonnc.com. And we have itineraries on there. So we take the guesswork out of planning a trip. Whether you're looking to avoid the crowds, take a family field trip, or have a wellness retreat, we've got itineraries for every option. I am definitely getting myself out there, Nick, and I can't thank you enough for being here today, and I look forward to having you back on Speaking of Travel in another time to talk about your other seasons, because it's it, you're a four-season destination. That's right. There's not a bad season in Western North Carolina. Thank you, Marilyn. Well, how lucky are we to live here in Western North Carolina and have places where you can have an autumn escape with just a really quick road trip? And the good news is travelers across the country are becoming more optimistic about the future of travel in the U.S. And that means states on both sides of the coast are working together so we can even get on a plane and visit some new destinations. Coming up next is Tina Kinsey of the Asheville Regional Airport, and she is frequently answering questions on what changes are taking place and what the airline industry is doing to protect passengers. She's coming up with some current travel tools on how to stay safe when traveling. We'll be right back. Are you ready to plan your next vacation or staycation to Asheville and the North Carolina Blue Ridge Mountains? Create your perfect vacation in the land of the sky with the region's most popular online travel guide. Not just for couples, RomanticAsheville.com is an 800-page online guide covering a nearly 100-mile radius around Asheville, North Carolina. Fall is just around the corner, making this the perfect time to explore all the many safe and memorable adventures to be found across Western North Carolina. Visit RomanticAsheville.com today. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball. And thanks, Nick, for sharing all there is to see and do in Jackson County, North Carolina. I know I'm going to be heading out that way to do some exploring, especially in this beautiful fall season. So we're starting to see signs that there are some aspects of traveling that are moving in the direction of returning. And we're hearing that the changes that are occurring over these last several months might be the beginning of what might be considered a new normalcy on board airlines. So with me today is Tina Kinsey, the Director of Marketing, PR, and Air Service Development at the Asheville Regional Airport, to update us with some current travel tools and how we can stay safe when the time is right to begin traveling again. Tina, thank you, as always, for being here on Speaking of Travel. It's always a fun time, Marilyn. Well, Tina, we do love to catch up and find out what's new because this industry is changing all the time. It seems like uh, the airlines and the airports are all working together to create an experience so that we 
the customers can feel safe in traveling. And I've heard that there are some new travel tools out there. Why don't you talk to us today about what's going on with these new tools? Well, you know, it's, it's interesting, Marilyn. I Sometimes I think that in times like we're in right now, uh, there's a lot of innovation that happens. And we're seeing this with some of our airline partners. And, you know, I'd like to talk about a couple of things that have just been announced. Um, one is from American Airlines, and they have included a new tool on their website that helps you search travel restrictions by state or by airport. So, you know, just if you're thinking about a trip and you're not really sure what to expect when you get to that destination, um, you can go to this tool on American Airlines and it will tell you a lot of those COVID restrictions if there are any, you know, in your targeted destination. And I think that that is an excellent tool all in one place. Um, so I encourage, uh, I encourage everyone to go check it out. Um, at American Airlines website, um, which you can get to via our website, which is flyavl.com. We've got easy links to all of this on our website. That's So fabulous. that's the first one. That's yeah. really great. I love that whole idea because we're all getting a little bit more savvy now with referencing and keywords and understanding how to get a little bit from one place to the other just by doing the research and what what it sounds like American is doing is creating that kind of one-stop shopping. That's right. And, um, you know, it is very helpful. This is meaningful uh, for people who are planning travel right now domestically. So, you know, kudos to American. I think that that was a really great idea. Well, like you said, everybody is starting to get a little bit more innovative because we have to think outside the box now to what is it that... Uh, that our audience is looking for and what is it that we can do to help secure that they're safe and and have all the information necessary to make those choices. That's right. And speaking of which, that's a great segue because the next tool that uh, has recently been announced is offered by United. And um, basically, I don't know if, if there are folks out there like me, you know, I always want to have a trip planned. I'm often not terribly picky. I love to go anywhere. Um, and so if you're not sure where to go for your next trip and you want to plan something out into the future um, or even closer in, uh, United now has a quick tool and it basically finds flights to great destinations throughout the United States that are based on your specific interests, your specific price range, and your dates of travel. Even if you have some flexibility with dates of travel, you can you can tell you, you can input that information into this tool. And so basically you go in and you can click on things that you're interested in, like 
hiking, outdoors, um, restaurants and gourmet food or museums or, you know, city life, um, places, the kind of thing you want to experience and then input your price range and your dates of travel. And instantly a search occurs when you click and it occurs throughout the United States and serves up options that fit your parameters including the price of what it would cost to fly there. So it's, it's a, it's pretty cool. And it's interesting to, to play with that and see what ideas um, emerge. So again, great job United. I, I just think it's a, it's a neat idea. I just love it. It's so customized. It's almost like they're just talking to me personally, like, Marilyn, what is it that you love to do? Where would you like to go? How much do you have to spend? We'll put right. all that into a, a formula and spill it out and give you your perfect trip. Yeah. And so um, talk about a great way to dream and then maybe even have that next step set up for you to make that dream a reality. I love that. And with the airlines having that kind of flexibility, it seems like flexibility is the name of the game these days when it comes to travel that, uh, you know, just being able to uh, look at different times or different, even different seasons than you would have looked at before. And I love the idea that these are domestic flights so that we're really focusing on our country and all the spectacular places that we can go. Absolutely. And, you know, the airlines, they're introducing these new tools on top of all of the um, significant um, enhancements that, you know, sophisticated enhancements they have all made to make that travel journey as safe and healthy as possible. So, you know, the airlines are really leading in terms of um, doing all they can to create that healthy and safe environment um, and definitely asking travelers to do their part too. Um, and I think that, you know, there's, there's very solid, good compliance with what the airlines are asking. And, you know, so it's, it's the best case scenario right now um, in this world that we live in. I just love that. And Tina, tell us how we can get more information. I know we can go to your website, theflyavl.com, and there you can click on to these other airlines and get their information. That's right. Flyavl.com. But, you know, a really easy thing to do is to go to our website and sign up for our monthly e-newsletter window seat. And that sign up is right on the homepage. You just scroll to the bottom and it's right there. Very easy. And we send out this kind of information on a monthly basis. So it's meaningful information that is helpful for travelers um, and we would love the opportunity to engage with, uh, with those who love to fly the skies and travel the world. Well, I know that when we're ready, you'll be ready. You're already ready. You've got so many wonderful, um, like you said earlier, compliance, but you've been able to make, to create within that uh, terminal, within your airport, uh, an environment that feels safe and feels good. And, and a big shout out to, to all of your team for keeping that going for us. Thank you so much. We, we are 
proudly working on that every day. Um, you know, these are local people who live in Western North Carolina. We are friends and neighbors of those who come to the airport to board a plane and travel. And so we really care and we want, we, you, you said it right. We'll, we are ready when you're ready. Well, Tina, thank you so much. I'm really excited about these new tools and I'm going to check out your website and, and go to United and, uh, was the other American? American. Yes. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And check out these new tools and play around because, you know, we're always dreaming. Where are we going to go next? And like you, I want to have something planned. Well, have fun with that. Let me know where you're going next. I definitely will. I want to thank Joseph Franceth for his wisdom and for showing us how we can all be destined to have a bigger impact in the way that we live our lives. And to Nick Breedlove for sharing the exciting things that are going on over in Jackson County, North Carolina. And of course, thank you to Tina Kinsey at the Asheville Regional Airport for her update. I'm really looking forward to traveling again and it's so nice to have ways that we can stay connected and informed in what's going on because like I said things are changing all the time and they seem to be moving in such a forward thinking and sound sensible way especially with the airlines being the model and and the tourism industry coming to the table it's just it's so heartwarming to feel that we're all in this together so this week go out and have a really wonderful week take a walk in the woods sit by a river get on the river it's a beautiful time of the year to go rafting or kayaking and really open your mind to new things ahead because remember life is short don't postpone joy 